Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Joey Galvez here, and I'm going to bring you guys a brand new podcast. This is something that is a little bit different than I'm actually used to. I usually do a podcast about comic books, and that is definitely a passion that I have. But another huge passion that I had was music. I love to listen to music. I love to go to concerts and shows. I love to discover brand new music. And and back in the day, I used to kind of love to jam out with my friends. I never knew how to play an instrument. I tried, uh, but my finger's a little bit too small to reach the top of the frets of a guitar. So that didn't work for me. And I found like that I was a little tone deaf, so I couldn't really sing. And I couldn't really play a piano. Again, small fingers. <laughs> but... What I did find passion for was making beats and listening to hip-hop uh, beats and things like that. I got into that, and I learned from my cousin who was a beat maker and a DJ. He taught me the ropes, he taught me how to edit, and he taught me that your drums, you they have to be on point. So I learned from the best, right? I dabbled in it, never really got into it really huge. It was just more of a hobby for me, just to have fun and kind of kill some time instead of just sitting down in front of the TV and watching a show or something. But what this show is going to be about is the power of music. Music is such a powerful tool. It can be used to spark memories. Um, I was reading something about how people with Alzheimer's, they use music to kind of spark a memory of their past and things of that nature. Kind of like, you know, your first kiss. You could be in a dance and you could have kissed a boy or a girl and you could have been listening to a great song, maybe Ace of Bass or something. <laughs> and that's that that sparked that memory. You can remember the smells, the, the places that you were, the shoes you are wearing maybe even the outfit you are wearing or even if you're a girl there if you i have a 16 year old daughter she'd definitely know how her hair was that night <laughs> but that's what i'm talking about it brings up memories and that's what this podcast is going to be about we're going to be speaking about memories and music that pertain to those different memories and we're going to talk with many different people and discuss their music memories what sparked a memory? What what music was playing in the background when you remember your uh, first kiss or your first car and you turn on that radio for the first time? What was playing or what did you tune the radio to? Things of that nature. Or what was your first concert? If I can ask anybody out there what your first concert was, would you remember exactly what you were doing? Could you remember if they were great seats or if they were horrible seats? But as soon as that song came on, it was the best time in the world because you're with your buddies or your girlfriend or your parents or whatever it was. You can remember it. And that is the power of the music memories. And that's what I want to discover here in this show. So I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about one of my favorite music memories. One of my first music memories that I can remember was, uh, you know, back in the day, I lived in California and there was a lot of, you know, lowrider culture going on. And I remember going to this yard sale and finding these two old school Schwinn bikes that were so rusted and so beat up that, that they weren't even worth anything. But me and my dad saw worth in these, in these bicycles. So we picked them up, we shined them up, got rid of the rust, sanded them down, 
and we painted them. My dad was actually a paint and body man. He painted cars. And I, I grew up watching him do all that stuff. This was one of those moments that I remember having a joy doing something that my dad loved and I can understand how and why he loved it so much. So we painted these bikes and I ended up turning one or two of two of these bikes into a lowrider bike. We would go out to the swap meets and pick up parts and purchase all the innards of the sprockets. And I could just remember every single thing I can remember uh, walking down the aisles of this swap meet and looking at all the different parts and the banana seats and the sissy bars and thinking about what color I wanted to paint this bike and these memories that hold dear uh, with this song, this stuff. So my first song that I want to play for you guys is a really cool one by War. It's called Lowrider. And Lowrider definitely sparks this memory for me.
All right. What a wonderful song. That one takes me back. It takes me back to a time in my life when I was coming out into the garage and my dad was working on cars and he had some old school bombs out there and he was sanding them and painting them and all that good stuff and all those really cool memories that I remember building these bikes from the ground up with my dad and then being a part of that lowrider bike club that was a great memory for me and, and i and i still remember my dad and my uncle they used to own lowrider cars i think even now as we speak in 2019 they uh my uncle is a part of a lowrider club so it is definitely a part of my life a part of my culture or if you want to call it a subculture but that song definitely sparks a memory for me a music memory it's it's something that i enjoy and uh definitely it's a big huge part of my life you know around that same time in the 90s mid 90s early 90s there was a lot of really great music and a lot of bad music going on uh this next artist this next song is not necessarily bad i didn't really listen to it as much but it was definitely around everybody listened to it i had an aunt every time that we got into the car and drove around with her this whole album was playing in the background so i kind of it got it stuck in my head. And I, like I said, it wasn't necessarily my favorite kind of music. It was pretty huge at the, you know, this was around the time like Nirvana and things like that were going on and people were listening to that kind of music. And this next song came out in 1995 on an album that was very popular then. And I'm sure you guys will know exactly who this is as soon as I start playing it. And um, it was around all over the place. You couldn't go five miles without hearing this song playing out of somebody's car in the 90s. So let's go ahead and play that song. Death row bottom 
song was playing in somebody's car somewhere and the thing with music and this is one of those things i love back in the day like in the 90s you would always have these people where they were like oh if you listen to this genre you can't listen to this kind of genre i definitely had that when i was listening to punk rock they didn't want you to have this diversity right at least uh where i was living and and but you know what? I, I kind of had this this closet kind of um, love for different genres. And uh, even though that I was I was skating, I was listening to punk rock. Uh, I was starting to dress a little bit different uh, in, in my mid high school years. And I was starting to listen to and expand my music uh, love and this next artist I'm going to be playing, and this is going to have a little bit of a um, uh, explicit lyrics, but they these guys are really huge and impactful in my life because it sparks some really great memories, and I just have to walk down memory lane, and it reminds me of this moment hanging out with my friends, skateboarding uh, around town, uh, listening to punk rock music and hip-hop and alternative, and just loving life and loving music many different genres of music even if nobody liked you to be diverse when you listen to music which it's it's horrible when you think about it now because now i love all kinds of different types of music which that's one of those things that i liked about my childhood that i was i listened to a whole lot of different stuff you know that's what you do when you're in high school you're trying to find the things you like right and search for those things this next band, this next group is huge. It's a little band called Wu-Tang. This is Jizza Liquid Swords. That was the night everything changed. Sometimes you gotta fast and fast. You niggas don't know where this shit started. Y'all know where it came from. I'm saying we're gonna take y'all back to the source. Yeah. When the MCs came, tell them about the name. Then to perform, some had to smoke cocaine. To act the same, with the poor heat. Shit is too swift to bite, you'll be caught and write it down. I blow like the blood on a murder scene. 
like a syringe Or some wild out shit to insert a vein But it was your walk the shop Stolen art, catch a swollen heart from not throwing smart I put bad pressure on only whack rhymes to get hurt Sits plate like zodiac signs and sweatshirt That's minimum and feminine like sandals My minimum table stacks the first on the gamble Energy is felt once the card is dealt With the impact of roundhouse kicks from black belts that attack Them white bones like cyclones or typhoons I represent from midnight to high noon I don't waste ink, nigga I think I drop megaton bombs more fast than in your blink Cause rhyme thoughts travel at a tremendous speed Through clouds of smoke of natural blends of weed Only under one circumstance as if I'm blunted Turn that shit up, my clan in the front wanted Now when the MCs came to live out the name And to cut perform, something had to snort cocaine To the act the same, for me rocking on that one With the mental plane, just to spark the brain With the building to be born, yo The result of the track, with the what? I'm on a mission that niggas say is impossible But when I swing my swords, they are choppable I be the body dropper, the heartbeat stopper Child educator, plus head infertator Cause niggas styles are old like Mark 5 sneakers Lyrics are weak like clock radio speakers Don't even stop at my station and attack While you're playing bell with the rep like Amtrak What the fuck for? Damn, my lord, make law I be justice, I sentence that ass to the floor Ram the clock, that state pen time, check it With the pens, I'll be sticking with you can't stick the crime Came through with the wool, slid off on the DL I'm low-key like seashells, I rock these bells Now come aboard, it's my thing to bow into the chamber And it's a whole different sound, it's a wide entrance Small exit like a funnel, so deep it's picked up on radios and tunnels Niggas are fascinated how the shit you get Get vaccinated, my logo is branded in your skin With the MC's cane, to live out the name to your end To perform some ad to snort cocaine with the act the same Before he rocked it on Now on with the mental plane Spark the brain with the building to be born Yo, rhythm up with the track What the fuck is it the point the All right, that track right there was one that I used to listen to hanging out with my buddies, skateboarding around town, like I said. And, um, you know, it probably wasn't something that I should have been listening to, <laughs> especially with all those uh, with all those explicit lyrics and uh, all that crazy stuff. But you know what? It's what everybody was. You know, you, you have those moments where you're like, you want to hang out and listen to the same stuff that everybody's listening to because you don't want to be lumped in that crowd of uh, the losers or something like that. Right. But then I moved on to listening to other stuff because yeah, I listen to a lot of that stuff. I listen to a lot of other hip hop and things of that nature, but then we moved out to Arizona from California and I think it was 2000, 2001 and I actually kind of stayed back. My, my mom moved out here. I was already 18. I stayed back and I moved and I moved in with a couple of buddies in California. And that's when my obsession with punk rock started. I started listening to tons of punk rock. I was already listening to kind of like skate punk and, uh, Wu Tang and all that good stuff. But I really started getting into harder street punk kind of crust punk stuff and i started listening to like flux of pink indians and uh anti-schism and crass and um 
all that good stuff. And then I really, really got into casualties and, and stuff like that. So I'm going to play a little bit of that stuff. I, I'm a big, huge Misfits fan. So what I'm going to play for you guys is I'm going to play one of my favorite Misfits songs for you guys. And I feel like I can do almost a whole entire episode of Misfits because I can start from the beginning with um, Danzig stuff and all that good stuff. And I could even go into like the Misfits where American Psycho album and then I can even go into the newer stuff that they all have out right now with uh, Jerry Only as the lead singer. Um, I'm telling you guys, I am a huge Misfits fan. Uh, when I um, first wanted to get tattoos, I knew the first tattoo that I had to get was a Misfits one. And I got a variation of a, a Misfits tattoo on my arm because I'm such a big, huge fan of them. And one of my favorite songs was 138. And I'm going to play that for you guys now. that was the misfits we are 138 and actually a fun fact i don't know if anybody out there knew uh this but 138 was actually a police code for drunk and disorderly and uh that definitely fits the bill uh for <laughs> what the misfits were uh, especially back then i had just a fond memory of listening to the misfits and this, these next few songs, I'm going to play a handful of punk rock music for you guys because punk rock was such a huge influence in my life. It was uh, one of those uh, genres of music that I listened to for a better part of my life. I still go back and listen to some of it um, even now. But I, I, you know what? And for those of you out there who want to skip forward, I'm going to go ahead and leave timestamps in the show notes. If this is kind of like nails on a chalkboard for you you can skip ahead to some stuff that you like but i'm gonna go ahead and play a couple of different bands for you guys i hope you guys enjoy these this band here i'm gonna go ahead and play for you guys it's kind of like a political crust punk band but it, it was something that i listened to it was another one that was in my rotation a lot 
Um, hopefully you guys enjoy this one. punk rock band named apple and it was an acronym i never really looked up what the acronym meant but if you guys want to go ahead and search these 
bands out and it, this one in particular go check it out it is apple and it is obviously the a p p l e acronyms with uh, periods in between each letter so check them out um they're a really cool uh, political punk rock band but that is what sparked off my love for the female vocals i had to search out every female v- punk rock vocalist and that took me down a road or down a rabbit hole to find the coolest punk rock band i looked up x-ray specs and things of that nature i finally found a really hardcore street punk band named the devotchkas and man they got me into diving deeper into the punk rock scene i started growing out my mohawks and wearing tight pants and leather jackets with spikes on the shoulders and all that good stuff and it was just a huge part of my life so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna play a song from the devotchkas here for you guys it's called annihilation hardcore punk rock (laughs) that is just a little bit of insight of what i used to listen to back in the day um so when i found these these chicks these this band that's an all-girl band uh, i stumbled upon um i don't know if i want to call them their counterpart but uh, definitely their 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 sound counterpart which i mean you you ask somebody oh you heard you hear about uh, what's the, what's a very popular street punk band and people will say these guys and, and that's for for a good reason because that this is this they are the epitome of street punk and their name is the casualties let's play a little bit of the casualties Get me from it 
So now fast forward a little ways. I am now in Arizona and punk rock is becoming something that is not so important in my life. The reason why I played uh, two or three songs there of punk rock, because it was a big, huge part of my life. And then I got older. I was around uh, 19. I was entering into the workforce and I couldn't wear a big, huge mohawk anymore. And I couldn't wear the color in my hair because I had to look presentable or at least that was what was in my mindset. So I cut it all off, kept my hair a nice color and, uh, and I went, entered into the workforce and, um, I still listen to punk rock here and there, but I kind of just stopped listening to it. And for quite some time, I had to find myself again, well, at least musically. I didn't know what to listen to. And the music that was out, and this was had to be like the early 2000s, and there wasn't much um, of anything out there that I liked. You know, this is a time, around the time of you got bands like, um, you know, Papa Roach and... All that kind of stuff out there, right? I, my, I had friends, I had brothers who'd listen to that stuff, but it wasn't really anything that I really was into. So I kind of looked for stuff and I started to look into indie rock. So I stumbled upon a ton of indie bands and, uh, and maybe some, uh, some emo indie bands, screamo and things of that nature. And there was one band in particular that I found that was actually um, around my uh, uh, kind of what I liked. And that band is Seosin. And I'm going to go ahead and play some Seosin. And and I'll talk about this band a little bit more because um, we got to hang out with a guy and um, he was a pretty, pretty cool guy, Anthony Green. And um, and there's tons of stuff that I found after that. There's Seosin, Coheed and Cambria. Um, all kinds of different bands that that when I moved out to uh, Arizona, it was the, around the time when there was so much cool indie and um, hardcore kind of music going on. And it was just such a fun time of life, my life because we would go almost every weekend to a brand new show. So I'm going to go ahead and play Seosin for you. And I might even throw some Coheed and Cambria in there for you guys. Man, I, w- I was so excited about these guys. They were so good. And then eventually, um, the lead singer of, uh, of Seosin, Anthony Green, had left the band and he went on to start Circus Survive, which was more of like a, um, progressive type band. Um, it, it was, it was some really great stuff. But let's go ahead and play some Seosin.
I went from hardcore punk rock music to uh, I don't know if you want to call that like screamo, um, but and and I had this thought that earlier as I was listening to that with you guys. How did I get from punk rock to something that sounds a whole lot like that? And I was thinking, you know what? I, I was kind of um, influenced by by the screamo type stuff when I was in California. There was a particular band. Uh, a local band a couple of my buddies started a band and uh they they did screamo and and it was really cool like that it was really interesting and then there was a lot of hardcore bands that that um that played at, at that particular venue i i liked it when i listened to it for the first time when i was influenced by it and then when i came out to arizona there was a whole lot of shows because now i'm in a big city Back then when I lived in California, it was just a small little town where we had to create our own shows. We had to actually have friends create and like start bands and then they would do shows and play shows like that. I even played my own in my own band. I had a punk rock band for a little while, a little street punk band, and we played uh, we played like four or five shows. It was pretty interesting. I was the lead singer. Well, I was the lead screamer. I want you want to say, but it was really cool. And it was a really fun time in my life. And then fast forward a handful of years and I am now in Arizona listening to this kind of stuff and going to shows almost every weekend. And it, it was at a, a place in, in town called the Mason jar. It's no longer there anymore, but it was such a cool, cool venue because it was, it was small Every time that you saw a show there, you were like up close. Uh, you got to hang out with all the artists because they were just in the back and you'd kind of, kind of go outside and get some fresh air. And there they were. They were right there and you would talk with them because they'd start conversation with you. And it was just really fun. Um, really, really cool. So I'm going to go ahead and play a handful of bands uh, for you guys from that time in my life. Let's go ahead and start with Poison the Well. And Poison the Well is kind of, they're, they're not really a screamo band, but it's more of the hardcore kind of music. And yeah, that, that, that was a genre. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this, this band, uh, I, w- I was still kind of trying to stick to something that was a little bit more hard, like the punk rock music that I was listening to, but still kind of trying to play with some kind of, uh, independent type of sound i wanted something new and this was popular then and um and then eventually i started getting into like uh like um the hardcore metal type stuff uh and you and you'll see why because this band kind of takes on the characteristics of of that hardcore metal almost kind of feel and then i really got into some other stuff which i'll show you guys here in a little bit and then i kind of after I got into that real hardcore stuff, I started to want to find some more mellow sounding things, um, which we'll get into here in the little next little bit. So here's Poison the Well. Run, 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 run
So you can hear a little bit of what I was going through here with this this song here because it had that kind of the you know clean singing in the beginning and then he got really into that that deep uh, vocal um, growl kind of singing here with this metal almost punk rock ish uh, type of music and I was really trying to stick to that kind of hardcore um, sound. Until a band showed up to this that venue, that Mason Jar that I was telling you about. And it was a really cool band. And I was like, okay, cool. I never heard of these guys before. I'll check it out because we were already at the show. And we'll see how these guys sound. It's 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 pretty cool. People are talking about him. It's great. So let's, uh, let's why not? We're going to go hang out in any way. This was kind of our thing to do on the weekend. So we get there pretty early and these guys are in their van with their trailer in the back and of with all their equipment and they pop out of their van thinking that we work at this venue and and we we say no we don't work here we're just here to see the band and they say oh we're the band they start talking to us hanging out with us uh we ended up talking to with them for a good uh hour or so before owner of the venue came and opened up the doors for them so anyway let's go ahead and play that uh band for you that band is coheed and cambry and you'll find out um how quickly i went from that hardcore sound to uh this next uh song that i'm gonna play for you guys it's a big huge leap uh but it was because of that because we went to the show and they started talking to us, and they were really cool guys. So I decided to buy a CD, and um, and it, it was it's history there. And then I started getting to stuff a little bit more mellow um, from this point on. So let's go ahead and listen to Coheed and Cambria. Table in hopes that I won't be a 
So during this time, I was trying to search out something. I was experimenting with music and I was looking for something brand new because this was something new to me. It was not as hardcore as I was used to. And in my search for something that was very similar to this, uh, around that time, people called it that was indie rock. And I would be in search for some indie rock music. And um, I stumbled upon a handful of bands. Uh, one of those bands being Modest Mouse. Um, I'm going to go ahead and play a song from Modest Mouse, some of their older stuff. And um, this is what made me fall in love with indie rock and the whole indie genre. I still listen to tons of indie music. It's gone from um, indie rock and they call there's there's tons of subgenres from the in, within the indie family. Um, you know, there's indie rock, indie electronic, um, all kinds of different things. Um, subcultures are are a plethora of names anyway um let's go ahead and play one of the these older um songs from modest mouse and after that i'm probably going to play a couple of different um indie rock bands for you guys and uh come take this uh walk down memory lane with me
Oh man, that one brings back a music memory for me. Man, I was listening to that with along with you guys and it brought back so many great, great, fun, exciting memories. Like I said, I went on the search for some very interesting and new stuff. And along that time, I found a band called At The Drive-In. And, and, and we listened to a lot of their stuff over and over again over the years. And then they broke up. And then I was like, man, they were so good. What happened? I, where did they go? And then um, half of the band went off and started a band called Sparta. And then half of the band went off and started a band called the Mars Volta. And this was a great, another great time in my life because it was very much, uh, one band was very much the sound of at the drive-in and the other one was, uh, it had elements of at the drive-in, but it was something that was different, something that was growing into something completely different. And that was amazing because it was brand new. I liked both bands equally, and um, it was so cool to listen to both uh, separate brands. Uh, and it was it was just a great time. I'm gonna go ahead and play Mars Volta for you guys. And, and the, again, this stuff, you know, blew my mind how great these guys can be. Um, they are no longer around again. <laughs> they 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 dissolved the band, but they got back together. As I speak today, they got back together and did a whole new album as at the drive-in. And it sounds just like they did back then. Like they would have just picked right up and started this, uh, album, uh, back up where they left off. So, but I'm going to go ahead and play Mars Volta for you guys right here.
time i was definitely looking for some type of experimental music that i think that is the definition of experimental progressive music if you want to say i found uh tons of bands i was hanging out listening to tons of uh 80s type music i was listening to a lot of depeche mode and I definitely listened to some great Depeche Mode. Man, I loved me some Depeche Mode there for a minute. There was a moment where I listened to nothing else but Depeche Mode. <laughs> and what got me into listening to some Depeche Mode was a uh, a band that, that was a little bit more indie, a little bit more um, edgy. It, but it still had this, uh, this, they still used synthesizers and things of that nature. And... And it was still along the lines of, of indie rock, indie electronic music, um, because I got into this electronic, uh, kick for a little while. And now I think I listen to nothing but, uh, indie electronic music or EDM. Now that they call it, it's, it's grown into something different. Uh, this band, I think, uh, definitely got me on this kick of this indie electronica music. And the name of this band is The Faint. I'm going to play a song for you guys. And this one was one of my favorite songs. And just like I played out a lot of the Depeche Mode songs, I played out these albums. <laughs> so let's take a look at The Faint. Thank you. 
it's safe to call that dark wave right because uh you had depeche mode and if you wanted to call them new wave or whatever you wanted to call it uh, that but this is definitely like a dark wave style music and that's what got me into this kind of stuff um so you know what i'm gonna go ahead and end the show here and i'm gonna end it with one of my favorite depeche mode songs and then we'll come back to you guys here in a second and we'll talk a little bit more about where you can find me and what we're going to be doing here on the show so let's go ahead and play my favorite depeche mode song that got me on this dark wave indie rock uh 80s type of new wave sound
That is Depeche Mode, Enjoy the Silence. That was one of those songs that definitely influenced me a whole lot, and they are still one of my favorite bands to this day, if not my favorite band. Even through all the the punk rock and the uh, hip-hop phase that I went through and all that different types of music that we listen to tonight, um, I think they would have to be my favorite band, um, all-time favorite band. If you guys want to participate in this new podcast, the Music Memory Podcast, you can email me at themusicmemorypod at gmail.com. I will very soon put up some social media sites so you guys can head over there and let me know how you guys uh, think this is going. If you guys would like to share your own music memory, hit, hit me up on my email and we can talk about it there. I will hopefully be reaching out to a handful of friends where we can talk about their music memory I've got some uh, really cool people lined up to talk to here, and I will be on the search for new music and new artists to talk to. I'm going to be talking to some friends who are in bands, who are actively uh, out there playing music, who um, all that good stuff. I'll be talking to beat producers and things of that nature. It, this is going to be a really fun podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this this episode here, and um, we'll see you guys next time. See you.